Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is Jamie and this is the Lifestyle Creation Podcast. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. What do I need to tell you about being here? We have real life conversations and I curse a bit, so beware. If you have children around, put your headphones in. It just is a big part of the way that I speak. My passion comes out that way. One time, I was sitting with a friend of mine who is one of the most psychic people I've ever encountered. And I said, I was telling a story and there was a lot of women in the room that I had never met before. And I was cussing and I said, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, it just kind of comes out sometimes. And my, my friend Lisa was like, she goes, it's part of your makeup. It grounds you. She's like, when you're speaking and I see you and the, that words fly like any of the curse words or whatever, she's like, it's literally grounding. I watch it ground you. So that's an excuse I can use, I guess. <laughs> Just joking. I don't need an excuse. Anyways, friends, um, again, if you're new here, my name is Jamie Thurber and I am a lifestyle and business coach and also an efficiency and productivity expert. I work with businesses and individuals to help their lives be better places for them to enjoy things more, make time for the stuff they actually want to be doing, as well as being successful, growing their businesses, being better in relationships, healthier, happier, all of the things. That is my jam. And that is, in a nutshell, the stuff that we talk about here. I like to utilize the uh, the podcast as a space for me to share Um, more than I can in a Facebook Live or a written, you know, post. So this is a place for me to be able to start a conversation. And my objective always is just to offer a different perspective. And I hope that every time you listen that you walk away with a nugget or something that um, impacts you in some sort of a way, even if it's just to inspire you and raise your vibe for the day, like mission accomplished from me (laughs) is how I feel. So today we're going to talk about, if you're listening to this later, um, I'm recording this at the beginning of July and we just passed that mid-year point, which is funny. I didn't actually see very many people talking about that. I feel like usually there's so many coaches that are out there like, it's midway through the year. Have you done what you want to do yet? Buy my program so we can whip your ass in shape. Like I feel like I see a lot of that around this time time of year and I haven't which makes me happy I hope you didn't see any of that either because it's nonsense maybe I've just removed a lot of those people from my space I don't know anyway which is not what we're going to be talking about today that will not be our vibe here I just wanted to kind of talk about this time of year and do a little bit of a checklist for you to do a mid-year check-in and it's going to be different I think than you probably expect or how you know you've seen from other people in other situations and so and here's why I'm a big firm believer in the fact that like getting really bent out of shape about shit not working out or like falling off course or whatever is not a productive use of our time and energy ever like I do believe that being very realistic about where we are and where we've been and what's happened you know 
is a massive piece of, of everything that I teach. The reality of what's going on is always a big factor. Um, but then not dwelling too much. Like we can learn what we can learn from it. If something went wrong or we veered off course or whatever, we can definitely learn from that in a lot of cases. But dwelling on the fact of like, I'm not where I want to be right now or I you know, haven't accomplished any of the goals that I set for this year or things just aren't panning out the way that I thought they would be, blah, blah, blah. Like sitting in a pity party pool with that isn't serving anybody anything. So do I think acknowledging it is a thing? I think having feelings about it is a thing, absolutely. But then I'm a big firm believer of like, let's fucking talk about how we move forward, right? Like, cool. Here are the goals we set. Here was the direction we were wanting to go. And if we did not hit those goals or we have not gone that direction, let's think about why. Give it, give that a hot minute, you know, to reflect upon that and then renegotiate what we're going to do moving forward. Part of, part of the truth of that is also, this is the thing that nobody ever asks, I feel like. So I recorded, you guys might not know this, but I had actually made an entire program at the beginning of the year about reprogramming the way that we look at how we approach a new year. And I might just relaunch it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I may relaunch that for this time of year because it would be really nice for a lot of people to revisit. And I feel like the energy of the summer is like a great time. The energy of the brand new year, like that is not the time to be setting goals. But that's another conversation for another day. Anyways, back to the thing. I think it's huge to realign. And what I mean by that is take a solid look at like what your expectations were January 1, right? Like what did you think that you wanted this year to be like? What parts did you want to be different? Maybe what were the goals that you set, right? And if you're sitting here now at the beginning of July and you're like, okay, I'm, I've gone this path. I've had these great moments and all of these things. Like, that's fucking great. Keep listening because I have words for you too. But if you saw like, hmm, it kind of didn't go according to plan or I went this way or I haven't been doing this or whatever it is. My biggest question to you, again, this is all very much like a fact and fiction type evaluation, like black and white number kind of thing. Like, like on when I say black and white numbers, I don't know if you guys even understand what I mean when I say that, but I mean like on paper facts. That's what I mean. Like no gray areas. That's what I mean when I say that. Looking at that, does it still fit? I mean, I don't know about you, but like my life is drastically different right now than it was June 1st, 2021. And it is now July, 2021. Like within a 30, 45 day window, my world has changed in a big and drastic way. And I'm really excited and proud of that. So what happened or where you were six months ago, is probably drastically different if you really want to be honest with yourself about it. And so the thought is, do the things that you originally set out beginning of January. Does it fit? Does it still fit? Does it still feel in alignment? Does it still match whatever it is that you desire? Here's the thing. What you desire, what you want, what your trajectory is can shift as you change. And I think that's what fucks people up a lot. Because then they feel like they're always going in a bunch of different directions when that's not doesn't that's not true if you're going in a bunch of different directions there's probably a completely different situation involved in that 
if you're just following who you are, what you are, what you want, and you're continuously checking back in with your desires and you're acting accordingly, not sporadically, not like manic manifestation, meaning like you're not running around manically must having this thing right this fucking moment in in that kind of spontaneity that's not always a healthy. That's not even what I mean. I mean like if that thing doesn't fit your desire anymore, the thing that you set out in the end of January, then why in the absolute fuck would we realign your focus or your task list or your whatever you're putting energy and action into, why would we realign that and start putting energy towards it again if it's no longer fitting for what you're where you're at right now? I am now giving you a permission slip to let that shit go. To know that we are humans and we go through cycles and we go through evolutions and we go through seasons and shit changes and that is okay. So if the things that you set forth to do at the beginning of the year no longer fit your agenda or prerogative or desires or whatever, that is okay. Let's uh, wipe that out of the game then. Just say, cool, I see where I was then. I totally get it. I see where I am now. Now what do I want? Now what do I want to create? What are my desires? Whatever my desires are, how do I reverse engineer backwards? to get myself to that space, right? So that's the question. That's the thing that I always want us to think about. Like, what's your big picture? Or what's, it's not even big picture. It's like, what the fuck is it that you desire? If it's more freedom, what does that mean to you? I'm just using this as an example. Like, what does freedom even mean to you? Because that's the thing. To a lot of people, freedom means a lot of different things, right? So like, to me, Freedom used to mean that I could do whatever the fuck I wanted, however I fucking wanted to do it. That's my like little rebellious Jamie inside of me. That's what freedom meant to me above all else. And it still does in a lot of ways. But even more so now, what freedom means to me is peace. It's calm. It's not getting bent out of shape about shit. It's not letting things get me riled up. Freedom is the ability to go with the F and flow, okay? Like freedom is doing things I love and making money for doing them. Freedom is doing things that bring me joy for no other purpose than the fact that I want joy. That's what that means to me now. Freedom is no longer having to explain a damn thing I do say, want, need, whatever to anyone at all, ever. That's what it means to me now. It's expanded, right? And I think that that's something, again, that we need to have a flipping permission slip for, apparently, to tell to tell us that it's acceptable and it's okay for what something looks like to us to change. I remember being like a, a fresh entrepreneur, right? Like fresh full-time entrepreneur, I should say. I've been running my business for a couple of years. Basically, I started my business originally for two reasons. One, because I was really annoyed at attending events that were really poorly planned and I was really good at it. <laughs> I was really good at planning events properly and having everything flow really well and the girls that are running the events be super successful and the person who has the event making money and everybody that's attending the event enjoying themselves like 
all of those pieces, I was really good at making sure all that stuff happened and really foreseeing what was needed and being able to prepare for it. And I got really tired of attending shit that wasn't done that way. So I started Posh Promotions for that reason and for the reason that my boss at the time wanted, he desired to pay me more because I was planning all these events for him and attending all these events and staffing women and training women to to stand at these uh, booths and explain and do whatever they were doing, right? Most of the time it was promoting our business and talking about our business, interacting with the people, gathering information, taking pictures, all these fun things, right? Part of that was I was spending a lot of time and energy doing that. He desired to give me a raise, but he wanted to pay it as a different type of expense. There was a lot of other family shit involved to where like he kind of had to finagle different ways to pay me because they were not okay with him continuing to pay me more. Anyway, I that was another reason I started the business because then I, Posh Promotions, would bill him for staffing the girls and planning the things and then he was able to, you know, whatever. And I did it that way for a few years and then when I finally left a regular job, I left that job and I started like, oh shit, what am I going to do, right? Do my own business. Um, when I started becoming a full-time entrepreneur, money... And what I considered to be a lot of money was kind of skewed. It was skewed by a lot of things. I had a really shitty money mindset from my upbringing and from just like the world placing shit-ass money mindset mentalities on me. At the time, I also came left that job making like 70-ish thousand a year. I also had debt. I had, you know, no fucking idea how much someone was supposed to pay me on the internet. I figured, well, I'm running businesses for this much money of a salary, so then they should be paying me around this much a month. And that is kind of how it worked. But then when I started coaching, it was different, you know, and all this stuff. But I remember being told by entrepreneurs in the space that I was looking to for advice that I should be making one hundred dollars to $300,000 my first year in business. I should be having you know, 50, 60, $70,000 months straight away and all of that stuff, right? So I thought that was the must have. And if I wasn't doing that, I was failing. So financially, for many years at the beginning of me being a full-time entrepreneur, I looked at money way differently than I do now. So this is, this is I'm totally going off on a tangent, but stick with me because it's important. And you'll see how this circles back around. But so I realized that for many, many years, I did not give myself credit for the fact that I was generating a pretty damn good amount of money, paying all of my bills, and still having money left over. Like, off of my brain. Like, just off of my ability to speak to humans and share my experiences and make their lives better. I didn't give myself credit for that because I wasn't hitting these, like, really large numbers. And now, granted, some people do, and that's their jam and whatever, and that's fucking awesome. That wasn't my journey. It wasn't my journey at all. And so like now it's funny because I look at money so differently and I've had to, it was because I acknowledge like, hey, this isn't working for me anymore. Looking at the fact of generating nine to $10,000 a month on average as not being enough was a fucking twisted ass thought, right? But at the same time, looking at I should never, you know, making this is more than enough is also a twisted thought. So I had to find a way to put both of those. So both of those could like reside in the same place with me, right? Both of those thought patterns that it's 
this is a great thing that I'm doing and I should be extremely proud of myself. And I want more of this. I want it to be more. I want higher five, you know, five figure months consecutively. Like this, it's okay for all of those things. And then moving to six figure months and all that stuff, right? So like my idea of being wealthy, I'm doing air quotes, or financially stable, drastically altered in the opposite direction than most people's do as I started my awareness and my self-worth and my love and my reality changed, right? And so therefore, I realigned my mindset, my behavior, my outlook on money, my outlook on life and business. I realigned that to what was serving and fitting in the moment to the desires that I wanted. The desire that I wanted was to be making sig- you know, consistent 5K months, right? Or not 5K months, five-figure months. Sitting here thinking that I'm not doing enough as is at the moment and that I'm not worthy and having that fucked up mindset was certainly never, ever going to get me to my desire. So looking at the reality of where I was, like I'm saying, you look at the accurate, current, not gray, black and white truth of where you are right now and then the desire that you have. And then you have to be willing to realign the shit you're thinking, doing, wanting, saying to match. Does this make sense? If this does not make sense, please shoot me a message. My email is below because I would love to explain more. That is where I say how important it is that when we check in with ourselves, we realign based off of where we are, what we're thinking, what we're desiring, and where we're desiring to go. How we're desiring to feel. That was another factor for me as far as freedom and finances. How the fuck did I want to feel? I certainly didn't want to feel like I was chasing my tail anymore. I didn't want to feel like I was doing something wrong. There was a time, you guys, okay, so I should probably do a whole other episode about this. This is how twisted it was. I paid off all of my debt in 2020. All of it. I have zero debt. Zero. And I had a lot. I used to have a lot of debt. I paid off every single piece of debt that I had in 2020. I didn't celebrate that. I should have celebrated the shit out of that. That's a huge deal, especially during a pandemic. Are you kidding? And it was because I decided to start looking at it differently. I decided to feel differently about the situation and desire to feel differently and settle for nothing fucking less than feeling differently. Did that mean that I started? And here's the funny part. It didn't mean I started making a shitload more money either. Not even close. Like it was, I stayed in a very similar situation. It was my approach, my energy, my vibe, my desire, the way I was doing it, the way I was thinking about it everything else changed. Therefore, the reality changed. Do you see what I'm saying? So this is like a very, very deeply rooted thing where even if your goal is very simple as I want to launch another product before the end of the year or I want to be able to bench press this amount by the end of the year. Like if you don't readjust and realign your fucking thought patterns, the the ways you're speaking to yourself, the way you feel about it, the way you're going about it, the energy around it, if you don't realign that to fully match where you are right now, how you want to feel, how you want to be, and what that desired goal or outcome is, if you don't put all those ducks in a row, you're not going to get there. The end of the year will come and you'll be like, shit. That didn't work, or I feel gross about this, or I tried and then I beat myself up about it, and this happened and that happened, and then a bunch of other things happened that we have to heal from and deal with, <laughs> and the cycle continues, right? Take a gander at what you were experiencing, feeling, wanting, desiring, and what was your reality January 1, 
look back on your journal, sit down and think about it, remove your distractions so you're not looking at the internet or the fucking TV and think back to January. What were those things? Where were you at? How did you feel? What were you wanting? What were you scared of? You know, what were you dealing with? All of that stuff. Where were you living? Like a lot of things changed for people and they don't even realize fully the way things change. Think about it. And then think about where you are right now. How do you feel? What do you want? What have you achieved? Give yourself a true space to reflect on this shit. Like it's the middle of the year and it should be exciting. It shouldn't feel overwhelming. It should feel like, damn, okay, let's take this. Let's take this little break moment and say, huh, here's where I was. Here's where I am. This is the shit that worked. This is the shit that didn't. This is the stuff I don't give a crap about anymore. And then here are the things that I really want now. Cool. Let's make a game plan to get there. Now, the game plan part, damn, the more that I talk about this, I really needed to just put that program out there because it really works through everything. I have a couple of other simple freebie items, too, if you go on my website um, that help you create plans and things like that. Um, But basically, I'm just going to give you some pointers. Whatever the thing is that you want, reverse engineering your way there is a huge way to do it. Matching that with thoughts and desires and feelings that go with you along the way is like sprinkling gold on top of whatever it is that you're doing. Here's the thing. I believe in manifestation. I believe that our words and our thoughts are extremely powerful. I believe that our beliefs and our fears are extremely powerful. I believe that our energy is extremely powerful in what we attract and what we achieve. 100%. I also know that we have to take aligned action, meaning we have to take action that is putting, pointing us in the proper direction forward towards the thing, right? The other day I was having a conversation with a long-term friend of mine who I would also refer to as a mentor because he is brilliant and like in all of the ways, like he's just so brilliant. So we were discussing businesses and coaching groups and things like that. And he referenced Tony Robbins and a report that Tony Robbins had put out, I don't even know how many years ago, but if you don't know, Tony Robbins runs an extremely amazingly successful business that's structured really well. People travel from all over the world to go and sit in a huge you know, auditorium with him for a weekend. Millions and millions of people he's in front of all of the time, millions and millions of people. And he released this like study or statistics or whatever. And again, I might just quote this completely incorrectly, except for the numbers I do know. But to where 5% of what you post on the internet. Okay, so if you, of the insights, let's let's reverse. So if you're sharing something online and it's hitting a thousand people, you see on your insights, right? You know how you can look if you have a business. You see on your insights, keep listening if you don't have a business because this is important. So if you if it's reaching a thousand people, only five percent of those people are potentially interested in what it is that you do, what it is that you're posting, right? Only five percent of them is even close to being in that moment, gives a shit about what you're saying and could potentially buy it. Statistically, fi- only one percent of that five percent ever actually follows through with purchasing. These are just based off of sales numbers and things like that. And so that's half a person, (laughs) y'all. Like that's half a person. If you're posting about something once a day and it's reaching a thousand people, 
maybe 50 of them are interested and then 1% of that 50 is going to potentially purchase or sign up or whatever, that's less than one human, right? So anyway, there's lots of other numbers we do this, but the fact of the matter is, is when he explained this to me, he was like, this is the deal because I was talking about, you know, certain growth in a certain group of mine. And I was like, I've always kept it around this number and I'm not really sure why. Like I definitely, we've been doing these things and that and blah, blah, blah. And when he explained that to me, he was like, I know a lot of people don't want to post about something more than once a day or, you know, only a couple times a week or whatever. And I get that. But when you look at these statistics, that makes no sense. And so these are the things where like the aligned or the desire that I would have to have 100 people in this space with me, the... Truth is, I need to get 100% behind mentally, physically, emotionally, energetically that desire, believing it, seeing it, doing everything I can, like everything's prepared for it, we're ready, like that's what we're doing, right? Every thought, every belief, every feeling is that truth and the action has to match. It has to be discussed in everything that I do. It has to be mentioned. There's a link everywhere. I need to post about it every single day in two places every single day. Like these are the, that those are the aligned actions that then go with the desire. Does this make sense? So like those aligned actions, while to a lot of people are like, oh my God, I'm posting about that every single day. Like that feels obnoxious. That feels whatever. It's like, cool. That's true. Maybe it feels, maybe it is fucking obnoxious, but that desired outcome and the, t- the the factual statistics that I know that will get me there, either you're ridiculous or you want the thing. Like pick one, right? And so it's like I want the thing and I don't think it's ridiculous. And so I set up a plan. I set up a plan where I sit down and I write like a, you know 10 or 12 talking points about it so that I can do a story every single day and I don't have to think about it. You know, if nothing comes to mind, I have a list. I have it added at the end of emails, added at the end of this, blah, blah, blah. Like there's just all of these moving pieces that then become daily, multiple time a day, pieces of inspired action, aligned action that are taking me towards this goal that I decided in my head is the desire that I want. And then I get my thoughts and my emotions and my feelings behind it. And then also the at, simultaneously at the same time, the actions get even more dialed in. The actions get even more specific and even better and better and better and better. And that's what happens when you continually revisit something and continually like reflect on what's worked and what hasn't. What have I been doing? What can I be doing different? This is also why you hire experts or you talk to people who know more than you do about things and you readjust accordingly. That's the name of the fucking game, you guys. This is the name of the game. Every person I know who's successful, this is the name of the game. If they're like making and building and creating something, right? Name of the game. Always is readjust, evaluate, look at facts, what's works, what's doesn't, what's changed. It's the flow of that. The people who aren't willing to adjust and aren't willing to look realistically at what's going on and adjust, they stay stuck in a shitty, ugly pattern of fighting themselves and the world and never actually reaching the thing that they want to reach. I've experienced with those people too. I've lived that way too at one point, you know? So anyway, I went on off of several tangents from this, 
but I hope that this was helpful and that it gave you some sort of place to start, place to land, things to think about, maybe some ideas of stuff that maybe you can readjust that may be blocking you from fully getting what it is that you desire. And at the middle of the year right now, what an exciting time to do that. Let's see what you can do over the next six months, right? Let's see what you can accomplish by the end of the year. I think that's exciting and you should get excited about it. Work on shifting the energy into a way that matters and the way that's helpful that way. I digress. That is what we do in Operation Do, by the way. We do all of this stuff all of the time. Every week we talk about different ways to be better. We reflect on our month. We reflect on our week every week to see what worked and what didn't and plan ahead accordingly. We do every month a reflection of what we accomplished and learned and then what we want to accomplish and learn for the next month. We do big stuff end of year planning. Like so much of this is going on inside of Operation Do, which again, if you're new here, Operation Do is my coaching group and it is a private space off of social media. So it's distraction free. The idea is that I want my the members to be intentional about going into the space to learn and do. And so therefore it is away from a place where it's just like, oh, I forgot about Operation Do, but I saw a notification in Facebook while I was scrolling randomly. So now I'll go check it. I don't want that. I want people who are like, what's going on in Operation Do? I need to get in there. And that are intentionally setting that habit up because it's the habits that create the success. That's another thing we work on a lot. Anyways, it is a monthly membership of only $47 a month. You can join and leave whenever you like. And I do a live training every single week and then one big group hangout once a month. And then you also also have access to over 300 past trainings that are all categorized so nicely. You can like type in a word and find all these different videos that you can look at and watch and do all the things, which is exciting. I'll end that um, that little plug if you can't. <laughs> If you can't tell, I really like that space and it's it's exciting. So that is a thing. The link is below. As always, you guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it wherever it is that you like sharing things. Tag us in it so we can see the share and tell your friends about our podcast. It definitely is so helpful. This podcast is not funded by anyone other than me personally. We get it in front of people very organically as much as we can. So any way that you can help by sharing or sending people our way is insanely appreciated and it is one of the only ways for us to get it, continue to get it in front of more people. That and leave a review on iTunes. That is also a way to do it. I love you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for being here. Mwah.